Welcome back to Trends in Low Places, a comedic exploration of the dumbest stories of the day. I am one of your hosts, Mike Cushing. And I am the, I don't know, to his something else. I actually, I, I completely forgot to do it. Sorry. I apologize to everyone out there. Do you want to take it from the top? Do you no, want to no. go again? No, let's just do it. You have, you, okay. April Fool's. Oh, <laughs> I damn gotcha. it. You piece of shit. <laughs> Day late, dollar short. That's what I always say. And this will come out four days after that <laughs> cursed holiday. <laughs> Which I found out is apparently a lot older than I thought. Oh, it's not just like from 1981? No, it, it dates back to like the 1600s. It's absurd. We're still doing that dumb shit? Yeah, well, apparently we've had a thirst for just being complete jackballs to everyone well, once at a least- year. Think about that. At least back in the 1630s or whatever, it was pure and like there were no brands. <laughs> That's true. It's out there to be like, oh, yeah, don't worry. We're making a ham watch. I don't want that. <laughs> Fuck faces. On April Fool's Day, 1698, um, apparently it was a thing to do to send people to the Tower of London to watch the washing of the lions. Yeah, like, so many that, people showed up that the newspaper had to debunk the hoax because the washing of the lines is not a thing. What a great goof they did! It's such a good how do you goof. even how do you even coordinate that in 1698? Just like, hey, everybody, guess what we're gonna do? We're gonna wash some big fucking cats. I assume they do it at like the rich people party. Yeah, but like, there's not. I don't think there were that many rich. Well, no, there were a good bit of rich people in 1698. Exactly. But like, yeah, yeah. That, that's not enough to like that's not a flash mob of rich people There's, there had to be some again some rubes some poor rubes who were like you know what big cat getting washed sounds pretty good today my yeah. life sucks I want to go see this big cat get, get dunked on right like it's so it's such an innocuous thing that like if all you would do it all you would have to do is tell like a dozen people right, right? and if they were going and somebody passed you on the street and you're like hey Joe where are you going he's like I want to watch these fucking lions getting washed. How are you not coming to this? And I'd be like, yeah, I'm in. Have you ever tried to wash a house cat? Right. Can you imagine how the big ones are going to freak out? <laughs> it's going to be great. And then they're going to show up. Not only are there no lions, there are definitely no lions getting washed. No. Fuck that. I would have rioted. You know, like the first time like people heard like, opera music or uh, i forget like they just freaked out and like ride in this in the streets in france over Uh, opera music it it wasn't opera one second um but like some music got played uh damn it hold on it was like classical music uh damn it i can't find it Um, apparently one of the earliest documented practical jokes was a monk who hit a beetle inside a hollowed out apple and made his fellow monks think that the uh, the apple was possessed. Ha, got him. In the 1400s. <laughs> okay, so again, We've that's been playing a... pranks since the 1400s. Let's just pranks rule, but that's also like, that's not a good, like, I put a beetle in an apple. <laughs> like, that apple's not like dancing on like the desk. The prank is to make them eat it. I'm like, ha, ah, there's, there's a beetle in there, you dumb idiot. But it was rocking. How big was that fucking beetle? <laughs> I don't know. Back in the day, I assumed that they were all like... You know those like scarab beetles from uh, like the mummy? Yeah. Those things are fucking huge. But you can't just get one of those and put it in an apple. Those things will just eat your whole face <laughs> off. One of them. I've seen the movies. They crawl into your cheek and run around. Also, what I was thinking of was 
Stravinsky's Rite of Spring, mm. uh, which was played in Paris and literally touched off a riot. Uh, <laughs> just everything about it, from the drums and the discordant harmonies to the to the ballet, people just got so upset and started fighting in the aisles, and police had to come and and uh, quiet the crowd. What was it? The Rite of Spring. The Rite of Spring by uh, dude. Stravinsky. I need to. I need to watch. I mean, I need to listen to this. Uh, what do you call it? A concerto. Uh, yeah, sure. I'm just going to go ahead and say, Michael, it's probably not going to affect you that badly because, again, people were dumb back then. Yeah, but... And that I was mean, in, like, 1913. If it caused people to riot in 1913, then it might make me kind of be like, yeah, it's kind of dope. Yeah, I mean, it's probably some sick beats, for sure. Those, disco- those discordant chords. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> Man, well, so if they rioted at that, can you imagine if there actually was time travel and somebody went back to 1913 and played, like... I don't know, like puddle of mud. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I I was thinking just like Skrillex, like uh, <laughs> like Dead Mouse goes back there. And just How like, about All Star? But every but time he says All Star, it speeds it, up. It speeds up. I they think would their lose heads their would literally minds. their heads would literally explode. Yeah, just like just hey, wait for the wait for the beat to drop. <laughs> it's it's gonna blow you. Oh, you died. You you literally had an aneurysm and died. Mm. Welcome to the 1600s. Mm. Pranks are bad. They are very bad, especially when brands are involved in them. I, I am glad. I don't think I saw. Well, I deliberately stayed off social media this uh, this Easter. Um, it was terrific I don't think I, that it was on a Sunday because I typically don't use my phone very much on the yeah. weekends, and so True. not checking Twitter like if it was on a, a weekday where I'd be checking Twitter on the way to work and on the way home, I didn't have to see any of that shit. It was that, and it was also Easter. Yes. Which, haha, nice work, church. Um, so, like, I think the people who would normally, like, prank, like, haha, I'm married Easter. or had a kid, like, they couldn't lie because it was Jesus' day. It was his, <laughs> it was his good day to come back. <laughs> Which is the greatest prank ever. Mm-hmm. He did it. And I'm not the first to make that joke, but I don't give a fuck. It's still a good joke. To be fair, like, dying for your sins is a pretty good prank. Because, like, what if he didn't? <laughs> What if he's just like, nah, I, I died, came back just to chill. Apparently y'all there was y'all a are guy, still going to hell. For apparently sure. there was a guy who attacked a Roman soldier during a uh, Passion of the Christ play to stop him from killing Jesus on the cross. And it was like, but that you he, he you has kind of need that, though. He, right. That's yeah. the whole thing. Something about like Judas. Yeah, he's the bad guy. But like, but he had he to do it. So who's really the bad guy? God. Yeah. But we're getting off topic. <laughs> but it's actually it's actually your your pagan Easter because Greek Easter, the Orthodox Easter, the real the one good is, Easter is yeah. next week. So does that differ at all? I'm curious. Um, the Easter is just on a different calendar. It's based okay, on a different but, calendar. But nothing cool happens. I mean, yeah, we um, we sing songs. Uh-huh. Yeah. And we do yeah, that. that. We do eggs, but they're all red for some reason. Okay, that's all, interesting. Only red to me. eggs. And then there's like a Greek kind of Easter bread, and then we roast a lamb on a spit in our front yard. I've done that once with my Ted friend, uh, oh, my friend Ted. My uh, Ted friend. My Fed <laughs> <my bad> friend. <laughs> friend. Um anyway, that fucking ruled. It was one mm-hmm. of the best meals mm-hmm. I've ever had. Uh but yeah, brands have no business doing uh April Fool's jokes. I I think were there I saw any again really bad ones this year. There were, I mean, were there any? I guess when I say really bad, was it like SpaghettiOs? You know, on 
uh Pearl Harbor Day tweeting something out? Like is it no. that bad? was it that bad? I think again the fact that it was on a Sunday and on Easter, like mm. I think a lot of brands tried, but like no like no one saw them. Uh I, I, I saw a couple ones that like I kind of enjoyed or like I saw some celebrity ones that I wished were real. Um, <laughs> I was mad that Netflix just put Seth Rogen over all of my like Netflix UI on Sunday. That sucked. But like one of them was that Lin Manuel Miranda was going to write oh, a yes. uh, uh, Tommy Wiseau's The Room like musical, musical. and like I would have loved that. That sounds fucking I great. I feel like that's going to end up happening now. That's the thing. Is like sometimes like I want those. I want these things to be real. Like. <gasps> What if it was a Lin Manuel Miranda and Weird Al collabo musical? Right? That's I feel like pretty, it has to be for a Tommy Wiseau. That's pretty good. Right? You're tearing me apart. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Michael, one thing uh, that wasn't a, it, it very much seems like a April Fool's joke, but actually came out on uh, March 27th was um Pornhub announced that it was going to be giving free premium access memberships to any resident who lives in a town with a sexually suggestive name. Ooh. Does it uh, have to be hmm could somebody have changed the town's name? Like if you were in a tiny little town that was like 12 people and you were all like, yeah, we kind of want free Pornhub and we're going to name it to like Taint Michigan. I don't think it's I don't think it's like the Google Fiber uh competition or like the amazon like hq2 search where you can just be like we're changing our name to amazon missouri (laughs) whatever no thank you (laughs) don't care i think your town already had to have a name Mm. like rectum or cocking dildo coming georgia which is about 40 minutes north of me lower dicker upper dicker fingering hoe anus or orgy okay wait there is a town called anus just a town called I'm sure there are a lot of towns called Anus if I but had why? to guess. It's never I mean, meant anything different, has it? I mean, but maybe the town is just shit. Like maybe <laughs> it's just a bad town. I, like have you thought of that? <laughs> like it's just a bad town. It's like, yeah, we just live in Anus. But I mean, like, they knew it was bad when they named it. Like they changed it later. I, I'm sure they changed it later. It's just like it was like uh, like a meadow field or something, and then they were like, "Nope, nah. actually, this, one, this one's just shit. I, mm. This is a bad one. We it's made a bad town. Like, did we build this town on an actual shit field? Because it smells like actually everything. The air tastes like shit. Everything is just poop. We it's should just, just a, call it anus. Yeah. Um. So, according to Pornhub, the quote uh, says. With the proliferation of online adult entertainment, many people have become well-versed in its vernacular and sexual sayings. Unfortunately, this has made towns with sexually suggestive names the butt of many more jokes, which, <laughs> nice, um, said Corey Price, VP at Pornhub. Here at Pornhub, we think a name is worth celebrating rather than subjecting to incessant ridicule, which is a pretty woke stance. Yeah. It's like, hey, don't, you know, don't mock people. Um, and so to help them make... To help the residents of these towns feel prouder of their roots, they just want to say they want to name them official Pornhub Premium places and are supplying them with a free <laughs> lifetime membership to Pornhub Premium. And like, I gotta say, 
It's brilliant, actually. I mean, it's a really funny, like, marketing thing, especially, like, right now with all the shit that YouTube is going through. Mm -hmm. And apparently Pornhub is being floated as, like, a legit alternative to, like, YouTube videos for a lot of people, which unfortunately includes, like, gun folks. Um, But it just, I gotta say, I don't, watching porn doesn't make me feel shitty, generally speaking but i think if i had a premium pass to a porn service i would feel like a degenerate even a free one though yeah would you feel so you wouldn't feel proud of your town for having free porn hub premium that's the thing though too it's like if you live in that town which by and large i'm assuming most of these are pretty small towns just by the nature of the, of the beast I mean, yeah now you like you have to assume so small towns tend to lean conservative, which is not saying anything about porn consumption, but now you have they to assume that everyone now you have to assume assume though that everyone in your town is looking at this premium <laughs> porn. Because you know you're gonna check it oh, out. Oh, especially if it has one of those things where it's like popular in your area. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also like there's only 17 people in your town. It's like this is popular with 12 people. And you're like, oh well, this must be good then. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to miss out at the water cooler. But also, it's like, what if you're like, if you can't figure out how to like claim your your prize as a premium <laughs> member, and you're like, how do you float that one at like the water cooler at work? She's like, so you hear about that porn pass? Yeah, I just want to feel pride in my town with the porn pass because there's nothing that makes me feel prouder than well so porn. especially i used to work at a chamber of commerce so like we used to give people like badges to put in their windows to like promote the city and we're like i'm a proud member of the chamber of commerce would you michael if you owned a a uh, a restaurant in uh blue ball pennsylvania for instance or a uh, dildo wisconsin would you put a sign up like yeah proud Pornhub premium place well, yeah, because it would make sense next to my proud to be a dildo uh, <laughs> sticker that I would already have. Dildoin? Dil- Dildoian? Dil- Dildonian, I think. Dildonian, yeah. That's a yeah. good one. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I I don't know, Michael. Would you, would you take... I mean, obviously you would. I mean, I'm gonna if they're going to give it to me for free, I'm not going to... For a I'm lifetime. not going to look the gift horse in the anus in the, or whatever. In the taint, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Michael, what do you got for me this week? <laughs> Um, so I have kind of a, it's a Twitter story. It's a Twitter thread. My favorite. It is buck wild. And anyone who's ever worked in an office job can a hundred percent relate with what happens in this story. Um, so the very first tweet from Zach Toscani, coworker got his lunch stolen and they've agreed to let him watch the security camera tape. This is (gasps) the most excited I've ever been at any job ever. Where does this man work that it, like he he doesn't say, but it must be a fairly small company, but also large enough to have security cameras. Um, he is followed by like Lynn Manuel Miranda, like a ton of other mm. people. A few. Co- yeah. OK. OK. Is this so comedian curious. writer owner of the island of Kokomo, which I do not believe that that part. can't be right. That can't be true. I don't think you can own Kokomo, but. And I have no idea if this is true at all, but I don't care. It's a fantastic journey. Yeah, I'm I'm sure it's real. I don't care. <laughs> so basically, coworker got his lunch stolen. He's gonna watch the security camera. He's got the film. 
I can't imagine like any HR department letting you get film of a a coworker committing a crime against you, like, and like letting you share it with your coworkers. That's the best part. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I don't. I mean, that's what I'm thinking. It must be a fairly small office where it's like where he's like, shit, someone stole my shrimp fried rice. That's what it was, shrimp fried rice. And the thing is, we'll get into it, but she didn't. Th- this coworker didn't steal it. As though, like, I brought it in in the morning, and then I ate lunch late, and somebody saw it in there, or it had been in there a couple days. Like, this person ordered the food as carryout at 11.30. They normally take lunch at 12, so the food arrived at 11.30. They put it in the fridge before they were going to eat their lunch at 12. So that means there was only a half-hour window for the perpetrator to strike. Um, that's actually... So, if you ordered... I'm I'm sorry, I'm going to pick this apart, though. Mm -hmm. If you ordered takeout, it arrived at 11.30, your lunch was at 12. I would just eat at 11.30, but that's just me. I also wouldn't put fried rice in the fridge for half an hour. I don't know, man. Rice takes t- rice takes forever to cool down. Yeah, but why would you want it cold? That's what I'm saying. Just like leave it out for but a little so bit. But it's so hot. That's the point. Michael, it's a meal. It's a hot meal. You <laughs> yeah, want it fucking too, hot. It's he's going to microwave hot. it anyway. No, no, he's not. He's gonna and he's going to ruin the shrimp no, if he microwaves cool it. Cool it down. He doesn't want the shrimp to keep cooking in the rice because the rice is too hot. You're a maniac. <laughs> <laughs> you know he's going to microwave it. Well, you Listen, don't want to leave it out because then it's just, sitting, it's just sitting in the danger zone. On your desk? Maybe you can't have food at your desk. What kind of... Well... well I'll, I'll, we already know this whole uh, this whole uh, place of employment is a battleground, so yeah. please continue. I'm sorry. <laughs> I am going to yell about this, though. So the weird thing is that there was no there was no like dirty plates or smell of the of the food wafting through the microwave or kitchen. So a couple tweets down. Holy shit. He's back. He watched the tape. He knows who did it again. The microwave, though. <laughs> So Again. the man whose lunch was stolen sits across from this guy, and the person who stole his lunch sits right next to him, and she had left left for the day before the investigation began. This is amazing. <laughs> she left for the day, though? She left for the day. Apparently, she had a half day. Who steals lunch on their way out of the... Like, half day? You can do whatever you want. Because it gets worse. Oh, God. She didn't even eat it. <laughs> no, she what? Just, she just took it out of the fridge and just threw it directly in the trash. She just—I just don't know. Think... if She just hates shrimp fried rice or hates this person. Maybe she just saw a, a fuckload of shrimp fried rice in the fridge. She's like, "Well, that's bad." And it's warm. <laughs> it's warm. Something's gone wrong with either one, this shrimp or the two, this fridge. Um, I'm just gonna throw it out. Also, putting hey. Public safety announcement: Putting rice in the fridge for long term very very unsafe. You're gonna really? get sick. Yeah, because it's got so much water in it. it it's a hotbed of bacteria. Ah. Put put rice in the fridge for one day at most, and then you're then you're done. Yeah. No. You know what? See, now that you've mentioned it, it just ruins the whole story for me. Like, why would you take your warm food and put it in the fridge? Hey, man. Sorry. I'm just I'm pointing out. You know. Now why? I'm on her side. Okay. Well, continue. So, so her motives remain completely unknown. So apparently the guy decided he didn't really want to press the matter anymore um, because he has no idea what she's capable of. If somebody's just going to steal a lunch out of the fridge and throw it directly in the throw trash Throw it right can. in the trash. Yeah. That's not someone I want to mess with. That's psychopathic also, behavior. I also like, 
I don't I don't want to escalate that on a number of levels, but mostly because I don't know what they're going to do afterward. <laughs> yeah, so he clarifies he bought the shrimp fried rice around 11.30 a.m. carryout and put it in the fridge to chill. All right. I don't there know was what that no means. intention of microwaving the food. I, I, I found yeah. the thread. Yeah, there okay. was no intention of microwaving the food. All right, well, this man's a maniac also. Maybe so. he's got sensitive twofers. Sure, but right now, Michael, from this guy's perspective, we're dealing with two psychopaths of differing and potentially equal uh, demeanor. That's a good point. Like, at first, when I read this, I was like, no, the woman who stole the food is clearly the psychopath, but this person chills his rice. Not only what has he done in the past to earn this behavior. What other weird shit does he do at the office? God, probably clips his toenails and keeps him in a jar in his his filing cabinet. I'm having a really hard time coming up with words today. Like, I'm just stumbling over them a lot. It's fine. Okay, continue. Words are dumb. Okay, so we're now into the next day. This is still continuing on. Um, So the first tweet was at 1 p.m. on March 29th. And this goes Mm -hmm. into March 30th. But So apparently, after the dude decided not not to press it any further with HR, HR still decided to send out an email that said... Don't steal lunches. So HR sent a company-wide email about not stealing lunches. She is scheduled to arrive at work in 20 minutes. So she comes into the room. Everyone is just staring at her, dead fucking silent, because the coworker has... He didn't want to press it any further, but he literally told everyone in the office. Or he told one person who told everyone else, which is probably... Right, of course, obviously. (laughs) That's why we all have Skype or Slack. Yeah, we're going to talk. So she clicks on the email... He's watching her the entire time. She finally gets to it and she says, whoa, someone stole a lunch. Who would do something like that? Okay. Now, no, no, thank you, ma'am. That is, that cannot be tolerated. (laughs) After she said that, shrimp guy responds, well, yeah, it's not okay to throw someone's food away. Oh, shit. She's coming right at her. After he says that, she goes, oh, it was your lunch? Well, why would you go to HR about that? That's not the right question, lady. (laughs) So she so she denied having anything to do with it. Although she did say who would steal a lunch. She clearly knew that she threw it away, but she was doing that guy a service because he put his hot rice and shrimp into the fridge. Well see now like that now savage. we're talking. She's like, Whoa, someone stole a lunch and then he's like he says, not cool to throw someone's lunch out. She's like, Oh, I just found a abnormally hot plate of rice mm-hmm. in the fridge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's unsafe somehow nuclear powered rice in this fridge i had to throw it out because you put your hot rice next to all the cold stuff and you're going to heat the cold stuff above 40 degrees which is everyone knows it's the danger zone mm-hmm. i mean i do actually worry about that anytime i make crock pot meals overnight mm-hmm. and i have to mm-hmm. put it all in in the fridge when it's probably 100 degrees yeah in, you in a that. bin and i shove it into my my fridge you need to do an ice bath a nice ice bath to cool that down Hmm, that's actually a great idea. I've not ever, <laughs> weirdly, hey, never considered ice as a means to cool down my food. But the huh. best part about it is, not only does she basically confess to it, oh, it was your lunch, and she says, why would you go to HR about that? Because <laughs> you stole $12 from yeah. me for shrimp fried rice. So she basically you, you... called him a snitch. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's she's not wrong. I mean... Thing is, she's not. He's not a snitch because he didn't know who did it. He just he wanted to see who did it. That's true. Thing is, so let's go. <laughs> so I, again, I don't know why HR would like let you watch security tape, 
like they should watch the security tape and, and then, then decide the what person. to do with it. Yeah, <laughs> right. They should not let him watch it. Like, look, there's oh, a lot hell of yeah, let's in catch story. And we're like, we said it's probably fake. I don't know if but. it is because this seems like so my last company that I just left did not have an HR department. And mm. I feel like if something like this happened. My CEO would definitely be like, oh, hell yeah, let's catch a fucking That's criminal. That's a good point. Maybe when he <laughs> says HR, he really means like one person. 100%. HR yeah. is one person and they're just like everyone else and they have four other jobs and HR is just one of the four. Or all their other jobs are just like processing payroll <laughs> and now they have like an honest to God like And they really want to be a detective. They're just like, oh, fuck yeah, I'm going to follow all the clues. I'm going to sleuth this one. It's elementary. <laughs> This 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 lady stole your your shrimpies. So this guy says, unbeknownst to the guy and the woman, I just ordered three shrimp fried rice plates for lunch and we'll be hand delivering them. <laughs> she, took the, she took the fried rice from me with a big smile on her face. She's eating it and loving it. This is utter ruthlessness. I love shrimp fried rice, says the thief. <laughs> Whoa, that's amazing. Oh, man. So she's either just like cold blooded as hell or she has some kind of like narca sleepy where she like sleepwalks and throws out food and really doesn't think she did anything. Yeah. I mean, also, like, maybe she didn't know that it was shrimp fried rice in that thing. Maybe she just felt a hot box. It was like, oh, this should be in the fridge <laughs> and just chucked it. Still, though, it's such a dick move to touch. Like when I worked. When I, the, I haven't worked in very many like large offices with lots of people. It's always like pretty small offices. Like we had a small fridge, but you kind of knew whose food was what. The one time that I worked in a larger office where we had a big fridge, I was afraid to even like move people's stuff to the side to be able to fit my stuff in because I didn't want them to come in and look in the place that it was. Right. See that it was off by six inches and know that I had like... Some asshole touched my food. And they would know it was me because now my stuff is next to theirs. They'd be like, well, clearly. That's why you got to do do the Tetris game. You got to you got (laughs) to juggle things all around. Man, I feel like the the likelihood of this, though, like the timing window is so small that like the chances of this not being purposeful are vanishingly vanishingly small. Like she must have just hated this dude. (laughs) Like one time I had to use. I really needed to use coffee creamer because the coffee at this place was terrible. And there was only one that had somebody's name on it, but it was kind of a large one. And I like made sure I looked around and it was full of rat poison. And I put it in there and then I shit for days because they tricked me. I'm just kidding. April Fool's. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I felt really bad about stealing like an ounce and a half of coffee creamer. And this yeah. person's just tossing lunches out like a stone-cold a... killer. It's so bold. So you know what this reminds me? Is, is this done or? Yeah. Okay. There's no this... resolution. She just never acknowledges she's she She's just did it. a maniac. Yeah. Um, The thing that this really reminds me of, do you remember Justine Sacco? So Sounds she was, familiar. So she was the lady who uh tweeted some really racist shit about Africa and AIDS. Oh, and then right she flew. before she jumped on a plane yes. to Africa. And she was off Twitter for like 18 hours. 18 hours and the tweet blew up and like there was a hashtag like has Justine landed yet for <laughs> yes. 18 hours. Like that's this like level of just like 
oh shit, we all know that she's in trouble, mm-hmm. but she has no fucking clue. She's just watching John Wick on the plane. And then as soon as she lands, I'm sure she had 80,000 Twitter mentions. Oh my God. So that's what this reminds me of, that just level of, oh fuck. I can't even imagine how I would keep a straight face though when she came in and then was like, someone stole lunches, who would do that? I'd be like, oh shit, it's on. (laughs) I mean, so as an observer or as the thief? As an observer. Yeah, like... I wouldn't be able to like not like contain Michael, myself. Michael, you you know me. I have no poker face whatsoever. <laughs> I'm a very bad liar. I just get react. My my thinkies would be in front of my mouth, just like, what's gonna happen <laughs> next? Like he says, he was just staring at her the whole time. I would be like darting back and forth, like mm-hmm. at both of them nonstop. I'm not good at controlling my emotions when it comes to, like, suspense. I probably would have all. gone and bought a GoPro just to wear it on my head. Just to capture I definitely would have. I Dude, I would have, like, bought a movie, like, popcorn machine and, like, rolled it into the <laughs> office and just, like, started handing it out as soon as she walked into the office. Dude, seriously, though, like, we joke, but you wouldn't want to fuck with this woman, right? No, she would literally end your life. Yeah. Without a doubt. Like, maybe... Maybe she was just getting like, maybe people were making fun of her. She was on the the short end of a lot of jokes, and she was just like, "Nah, I'm gonna end this now." Michael, does this seem like a woman who's anyone has ever joked about ever? <laughs> Absolutely maybe she not. Her snap, her her uh, snapping point. Maybe it was like a what Michael Douglas and no, Fallen. You know, you don't get you. I don't think you get to be that stone cold like just stone faced like just like I've snapped. I have the best poker face of all time. I'm just also also I think if you snap overnight, I don't think your first move is like fuck this rice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Susan's time to shine. It's my office now, assholes. <laughs> also, that's like a crime against food, though. Well, I mean, of all the food crimes to be upset about, this is pretty minor. Shrimp <laughs> fried rice right. is pretty good. I mean, shrimp fried rice is fine. Yeah. Wait, wait, what's the crime against food? What are her you saying? Her just throwing it out. Oh, well, I mean, it's just, a, yeah. Tossing but, out perfectly good shrimp fried rice. That's what I'm saying. Of all the food crimes that exist in this world, that's pretty, that's low on the totem pole. People do a lot worse <laughs> things to food, including uh, putting some peeps of these on April pizza? Fool's jokes. Sorry, what? I putting, I'll say putting peeps on pizza. Yeah, that's actually the worst crime I can actually think of. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. All right, Michael, what else you got for me this week? Um... I have a story about a non-April Fool's joke that happened to happen on April 1st. Great. Love it. Uh, So the title of this article is Lifetime Ban from Empress for Pepperoni Seagull Fiasco Has Been Lifted. (laughs) So you know it's going to be good when it involves pepperonis, seagulls. It's called a fiasco. Yeah. And it happened. Whatever happened caused a lifetime ban. I like most fiascos. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, fiascos are just very good. <laughs> so 17 years ago, this guy has been banned from this upscale uh, Nova Scotian um, hotel. If you had to guess what kind of place in your lifetime you would be banned from for mm-hmm. 17 years, what yep. would you what would you say? Uh, I received two different lifetime bans from the same movie theater when I was in high school. <laughs> so, uh, 
Okay, for what each time I need to actually know the details of that. Uh, See, Michael, one, this is the kind of Michael Howard Young content that I crave. So I don't. I, I'm pretty sure the first one was because we snuck into a R-rated movie after buying a non-R-rated ticket, like everyone oh, does. Fuck off. And then, right. and then I was a very um, disrespectful young man, and what? I yelled at the old man a lot when he tried to kick us out. <laughs> Second. <laughs> Hold on. I yelled at the old man. <laughs> there was an old man who worked at the movie theater and he worked there. He was like there every t- single day we went there. And he was he did not. He did not find me amusing in the least. He did not like youths. No, he did not like me. He definitely did not like youths, but he especially did not like me. I was. Under but the he did not recognize every- me ever. That's fair. Yeah. I was under the impression that every movie like theater worker was a youth also who just didn't give a shit about anything. Not this guy. This guy was like eight. <laughs> he years was a lifer. Old. He yeah. was a career man. Yeah. And this was this was back this was back the when Clearwater the, Regal fourteen. The movie co. Ah, damn. Uh, it was when it was the big new movie theater that opened and it had ten whole theaters in it. Movie yeah, co 10. I get you, player. And it so had the movie big co- leather West seats. Palm Beach, we all just got collective boners. It was cool. It had the big leather seats. And then mm-hmm. approximately two years after they spent all of this money on this movie theater, they started opening up all of the movie theaters with like stadium seating and recliners and IMAXs. And this theater basically was shit at that point. But whoopsie doodles. Anyways, the second time was for wrestling with a um, lady friend of mine. And he thought we were roughhousing. And then. We told him in not very nice words that we weren't roughhousing, and then he banned us again. Okay, how old are you? The Probably second like one, fifteen. Okay, so you were quote unquote roughhousing mm-hmm. with a lady friend. A lady friend, yes. So you're just having sex in the back <laughs> row of this movie theater? No, <laughs> it was in the lobby, and it was an actual lady friend and not a girlfriend. I was not. So you, it was not sexual in any way. So you were. Just I was just in the lobby, and we were joking around, and we were kind of like play fighting. And he was like, "Hey, knock it off, leave her alone." And he was, and then we were like, "We're not doing anything." And then she jumped on my back, and we kept fighting. And he was like, "That's it, you're out of here." And I was like, "Fuck you." And he was like, <laughs> "You're never allowed back in here." And I was like, "Jokes on you. You already banned me from this place two weeks ago." <laughs> and then we kept coming back there, and he never remembered who I was. Fair. So you were just playing American Gladiators in the movie theater lobby, as one does, <laughs> and some old fuck came at you for uh, roughhousing. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Huh. So, anyways, where this would you get banned of, from, Kush? I don't know. Probably like a Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> <laughs> for eating too many donuts. No, I, I would probably be roughhousing. <laughs> <laughs> But just like by myself. By yourself, roughhousing <laughs> sir, a donut. Sir, you can't just be that mad at jelly donuts. They're they're okay. People like them. It's like, fuck you, not me. And I just be throwing them all over the place. Yeah, it would be like if you ordered a dozen donuts of a specific type and they gave you, there was like a, a jelly donut mix in there. It was all supposed to be like old fashions and Boston creams and Long Johns and shit. Yeah. And there were, all of a sudden there was like a jelly donut. It wasn't even like a good jelly donut. It was like the lemon jelly. I would that definitely I throw probably, that at somebody. Yeah, I'd throw it at someone or I'd just smush it in my hands and start smearing it on the walls. Mm. Very mm-hmm. and big hey, yelling a lot. Yeah. Like a lot, lot. Yeah. That anyway, makes, Michael, that you all checks sto- out. You got a story. Yeah. <laughs> so these are semi related. Anyway, seventeen years ago, this man checked into the hotel 
for a work conference. Um, he was in the Canadian Naval Reserve and he was visiting some of his Navy buddies and they asked that he bring back some of his um, some pepperoni from Halifax. Sure. And apparently some called Brothers Pepperoni and they were from Halifax and they were really excited about it. So we, since he was bringing it for Navy dudes, he basically brought a shit ton of pepperoni. Sure. Basically almost like a half a suitcase full. Well, it was misplaced by the airline, and so it arrived at the hotel a day late. And so he was worried about whether it would stay good, and there was no fridge in the room. So he opened the windows, because it was April, and it was in Canada, so it was fairly cool outside. And he just put the pepperoni out kind of on the balcony in front of the windows to keep it cool. Well, four or five hours later when he came back, his entire hotel room was open overrun by seagulls like okay like multiple dozens of seagulls were eating at his his salami <laughs> or his pepperoni and not only that but apparently the spicy pepperoni did not sit well with seagulls so they had shit <laughs> all over the room but then went hey. back and kept eating it because seagulls are dumb as fuck also i mean i get it yeah yeah no. i mean it's still good yeah I mean, Michael, I can't really count the number of times I've eaten something that's given me diarrhea and I go back to eat it again. So, like, no joke. Three days ago, I I went and got Taco Bell and it made me violently ill and I woke up at four in the morning and just, like, felt horrible. And I got it today after my first day yeah. of my new job because, yep. yeah, I earned it. I mean, how many times have you thrown up from alcohol? Still do it. Yeah, still fucking do it. We're not smart. No. No, we're not. The w- By the way, Michael, I am going to order us some pepperoni from this. Uh, if you go to the thepepperoniguy.com, you can order this pepperoni. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, I'm in. So, yeah, we're going to get some. Just so, so you know. the worst part, though, was not that it was filled with seagulls who had shit all over the place. The worst part was that when he went into the room and was surprised to see 40 seagulls eating his pepperoni, it also startled the birds very right. much. So sure. they just started just tearing around the hotel room. Sick, and probably not shitting still anymore shitting than they are. All over the place. And just running into shit and knocking stuff over. It was like one of the, it was basically like uh like what's the Chevy Chase movie? Christmas Vacation. Yeah. With the squirrel. With the it squirrel. was basically yeah. like that, but with forty squirrels who could fly. Yeah, no, I mean, so, Michael, you probably remember when we uh, and some friends went to visit the uh, Virgin Islands and we got sandwiches at some beach bar and they were just like, like, when you order your sandwich, the, the like, hostess was like, watch out for the birds. <laughs> with, mm-hmm. like, and that's it. They don't tell you anything else. And then as soon as you walk to a table with your sandwich, 19 fucking seabirds came and, like, tried to tear at your sandwich off your plate. Dude, those things were to, like, fucking vicious. They were very mean. And then we had I can't the imagine fucking, a room full of that. The fucking, what, uh, lizards? That oh, the igu- we've talked about shit. the iguanas. Yeah. yeah, we've talked about the iguanas. You know the what? The, the Virgin Islands are kind of terrifying. They're Yeah, I mean, they're not great. They're like a little I mean, Australia. They're very good. But yeah, no, they're, they're home to very many vicious mm-hmm. creatures who have adapted to mankind. Anyways, I haven't finished the story about what this man did to this hotel room. Uh-oh. So... He still needed to get ready to go to a work dinner. Sure. So, unfortunately, he realized that one of his shoes had somehow ended up on the hotel's front lawn. Because he threw it at a bird? (laughs) Maybe. And it was wet. So, 
he tried to use a hairdryer to dry off the shoe. Sure. But then his phone rang as he was blow drying it and he got startled and dropped the hairdryer into a sink full of water, which caused all of the power at the hotel to go out. I have okay, so I have two comments on that. One, I absolutely one hundred percent understand the impulse. Like if a phone rang in my hotel room after it had just been full of like forty seabirds, yes. any sound, mm-hmm. any sound would freak me out. I would have I would have thrown the hairdryer like against the wall. I don't understand the sink full of well, the sink full of water. Maybe if he was trying to wash bird shit off of anything yes. he owned, yeah. I assume that's probably what it was because now that I'm actually point, thinking through the situation. At this point, he had not informed the hotel yet. Oh. So he was probably trying to clean up a bit. I'm I'm beginning to see where the 17-year ban is coming into play. <laughs> yeah. So he finally realized that when the hotel was out of power and his hotel room was full of bird shit, torn up everything because of the seagulls and probably a rogue seagull or two he finally called them to tell them what happened and he says have you ever tried to get a single bird out of any enclosed space it's impossible i can't i don't know how he did multiple seagulls out a window i assume that he just got lucky at some point i assume there was a lot of punching and throwing them towards the window like (laughs) at that like i don't think you can get away with that without hitting and throwing yeah, seagull, man. <laughs> By the way, the pepperoni guy also sells tea and coffee and cookies and crackers and jams. <laughs> the pepperoni guy really has a pretty good operation going. One of the anyone. funniest things I've ever seen, and one of the funniest things that I still continue to love seeing, is going to the beach in Florida. Mm-hmm. Yep. Especially on heavy tourist times, right? It's terrible. Tourists are terrible. They can't drive. They can't park. They're all over the place. But see the fuck out of Florida, assholes. They're terrified of seagulls. I oh, once yeah. saw a little girl. So it was a whole family sitting on a blanket. They they have McDonald's bag of McDonald's. Oh, they start oh, handing it you've out. You've done it now, idiots. They start handing it out. They hand her her fries. She accidentally spills a couple on the ground. All oh, of a sudden, seagulls come storming down on yeah. her. She screams and starts running. And in, while she's running, she's obviously throwing fries, fries. everywhere. She starts yeah. running back towards the blanket. Her family sees her, sees the squirrels. Her dad literally it's takes... Not, not squirrels. Sorry. <laughs> seagulls. Her dad literally Flying takes squirrels. all of the food that they, he has had on the blanket and he just throws it at the girl and the birds. <laughs> trying to keep them from coming towards them. <laughs> so his dad so, is just... Pelting his daughter and seagulls with fries and burgers and everything. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say he's been, that's been some pent up emotion for him. <laughs> She's like, I'm going to fucking nail this bitch with this big bag. <laughs> and it was still to this day one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Because it was just like, it was such a, it was such a clusterfuck. And it was just like, I wouldn't believe it if I hadn't seen it with my own eyes. I mean, I want to say they're just birds, but we've very much talked about how they are just mini raptors. No, they're terrifying. <laughs> they're terrifying. They will peck out your eyeballs um, if they think there are fries inside of them. But I, so having seen that, I completely understand, one, how this happened. Mm-hmm. Two, why he got banned because the amount of damage that these motherfuckers did. Okay, so hold on. You said he dropped his hairdryer in a sink full of water. Yes. So he knocks out the power to basically the whole hotel. 
<laughs> pretty much. Um, Someone didn't have a GHFI switch on that one. <laughs> it was 17 years ago. Maybe that wasn't uh, maybe that yeah, was a code in, yeah. in this Victorian, Victoria Hotel. Um, I need to read this this quote from him. So this is when he entered and he startled the birds. <laughs> they immediately started flying around and crashing into things that they desperately tried to leave the room through the small opening by which they'd entered. Less composed seagulls are attempting to leave through other closed windows. The result was a tornado of seagull excrement, feathers, pepperoni chunks, and fairly large birds whipping around the room. Jesus Lamps tumbled to the floor. The curtains were trashed. The coffee tray was disgusting. He waded through the flock and opened the remaining windows to let the gulls escape. One tried to re-enter the room to grab another piece of pepperoni, and in my agitated state, I took off one of my shoes and threw it at him. He then chased the last gull standing through the room as it held a big hunk of pepperoni in its gob. So that's how his shoe ended up on the wall. Yeah, okay. I figured he threw it at a bird. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. I like the less composed birds. Yes. I also like that one came back in. It's like, well, nah, yeah. fuck you. I, I know how to get out. I figured that one out. Mm. You guys can eat shit. I'm going to make a little break for it. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> the best part was that, like... He called somebody and said that it happened. She showed up to mm-hmm. his room. She saw the damage. This person went back down to tell the hotel manager. Um, her name was Tracy uh, Tracy Drake. Um, oh, sorry, you, no. Um... She <laughs> sorry. She goes on and tells yeah. She tells the hotel director, and they think it's an April Fool's joke. Yeah, they're like, oh yeah, funny. Yeah, okay. Wait, so this also happened on April Fools. He just didn't get his lifetime ban lifted on April Fools. No, he. This is. It's been. 17 years or 18 years now at this point. Holy shit. Can you imagine walking downstairs? Like, one, walking into this room. Mm-hmm. And, like, mm-hmm. I feel like there are very many surreal steps on this journey. Like, one, this man walking into his room and just seeing a, like, cavalcade <laughs> of seabirds just shitting and eating all of his. City. He, he bought pepperoni for, like, his naval ship, right? So, like, basically. A, a good bit of Probably pepperoni. several pounds of pepperoni. Like, not not cheap. I would I would guess dozens of pounds of pepperoni yeah. if he was getting enough for, like, a shit. Okay, so there's that's step one. <laughs> step two is after, after the man has tried to cover this up and also knocked out power. So now you're in a dark room. Covered you walk in, in seagull and it's just covered in shit. No birds now, but just, like, how did you do this? No, no visible you- birds. What have you done to this place? How did you get so much? Did you bring the bird shit? <laughs> would you be Would you be able to sleep in there though? No, dude. Like, what if, uh, some, we went, what if some rogue seagulls were like hiding underneath the bed? Dude, we talked about this when Curtis was on a couple of weeks ago. Like at his wedding, uh, my friend, our, our friend Odette and I, we were staying in a room, and like we had to move rooms three different times. Like one time there was a chicken wing bone in the bed, and I was like, hey. No, don't want that. Wait, 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 wait. It was in the bed? It was, like, tucked into the sheet that was, like, tucked into, like, the corner of the bed. <laughs> there was just a chicken wing bone. Like, I we thought went to pull the... just found chicken wing bones, like, either on the bed or on the floor. I didn't there was they were one... tucked into the bed. There was one chicken wing bone tucked into the bed, and then there were, like, three <laughs> under the bed and one, like, under the desk. There were chicken wing bones everywhere. Um, the, the place is rotten with bones. <laughs> I saw a woman so... going to town on some chicken on the train the other day and it made me so angry because I wanted chicken so bad after that. The whole train smelled like fried chicken. Other than people who eat on an airplane, that's how I feel about people who eat in public Mm -hmm. or like Mm -hmm. on public trains. I'm just like, 
I want what you're having, mm-hmm. and this is unfair to me. If you didn't bring enough for everyone, then you can't That's eat why it. when I visit you, or did in the past, when I went to stands, I would eat it on the platform. So I don't, I don't need people looking at me exactly. eating my stands, donuts. Mm-hmm. But now you moved, and I can't do that anymore. So I mean, it's only two stops away. It's, but it's in the wrong direction. <laughs> and so that's on you, really. <laughs> um, so, okay, continue. Uh, yeah, there's... And then there's also the manager level. They walk in and we're like, I thought you were lying. I thought I didn't think this was real. Mm-hmm. You're an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. So you'd be like, oh, that's a terrible April Fool's joke. And then they're like, no, it's not. And it's like, okay, that's even worse. Because like, now is have, that actually. Okay. So this, so this is that. a worse April Fool's joke because that's obviously pudding, not like bird shit. I have to clean this up. Oh, it is bird shit. Mm. Oh, spicy, Fuck. spicy pepperoni bird shit, too. Everyone's fired. You can't come back, obviously. Duh, please, please leave. I'm glad you got your shoe back. Get the fuck out. Um, well, he wrote a letter. Sure. Says, I have matured and I admit responsibility for my actions. I come to you, hat in hand, to apologize for the damage I had indirectly come to cause and to ask you to reconsider my lifetime ban from the property. I hope you will see fit to either grant me a pardon or consider my 18 years away from the Express as time served. See, now this is where I come. Okay. Does he deserve a ban for this? I mean, it's he not his fault. He just loves he, he left some pepperoni out. And maybe they should have fucking provided a fridge yeah. in his room for his shrimp fried pepperoni rice. <laughs> also, caused, you could have saved a lot of problems. If there's that many seagulls that are within you know that close to your room maybe somebody should say like hey don't leave your windows open because and even this if I is don't why have i begin food, to understand why like vegas hotels you can't open the window mm. it's not it's not for you know what well, it is for certain things but also so like desert birds can't come in and steal your pepperoni or your leftover um hash hash go go leftovers so he brought them a pound of this pepperoni and gave it to him as a peace offering that's why, I mean, well, that's a nice little gift, though. And Although, then 400 f- seagulls descended upon them and killed them all. <laughs> Just, oh, we remember this. Now it's <laughs> now it's our time to shine. <laughs> okay, actually, Michael, I found a shower thought. Probably the worst shower thought, but I think also in line with this week's focus on food criminals. Um this was a bad one. I'm just going to say that. It's also hashtag rude <laughs> and hashtag inappropriate thoughts. Um, this is by Z3M0S on Twitter. Hashtag shower thoughts. One of these days, I want to give into that really random fucked up thought to just flick hot coffee at an old lady or something. <laughs> They'll never catch me. What thought is that? I mean... I've never had that specific thought. No, but I've definitely had similar I've thoughts, had, but it's normally about I've myself. Had, yeah, no, exactly. It's like, yeah, I'm going to poke myself in the eye or some dumb shit. I've had bad thoughts about, like, I just want to kick that person in the knee mm. real hard. Also, that person is seven years old. <laughs> <laughs> you know what one thought always gets me? Hmm. So you know the exit row on the airplane. Oh, yeah. And they're... There's the stickers that tell you how to open the door. I want to rip that bad right? boy open. You're like, oh my god. You're like, but what? How do I know if I can perform the duties if I don't try? Yeah, 
oh, we're below 10,000 feet and I technically still can do it. Yeah. I'd love to just rip that handle. Right. Oh, yeah. Especially when you're on your way down, maybe, because, like, they're already going to land. Yeah. What do you, what worst case scenario? We land faster. Yeah. Great. (laughs) Actually, I have a connection to make. So that's pretty good. (laughs) But yeah, I always look at that thing and I'm like, I kind of want to, I kind of want to know what happens. I mean, like, I know what happens, but like, I kind of want to see it. I mean, Again, though, at below 10,000 feet, I don't know what happens. I assume pressure equalizes and we're all fine. Pop culture says we all get sucked out and, you know, lost happens. Either Which way. sounds pretty good. Sounds great. Yeah. Let's do this. I get to hang out with Sawyer. Yeah, but it's, it, I don't think, I mean, aside from people I hate, it's never just like a random person like, oh, I want to like throw this at that random person. Actually, I take that back. No, I've definitely no, said like Michael, I want it. Sometimes it's just like, what happened if I would just punch this eight-year-old in the head? What happens His- if I take this entire hot dog and I throw it thirty rows forward from me at this at this baseball game? Like, who's gonna know? Yeah. Like, if you throw it, if you throw, if you're in this in the second deck, and you throw a hot dog. Oh man. No one knows. Yeah. That's the. It's actually the perfect crime. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know why you would want to flick hot coffee at an old woman at all, but like, I do understand the impulse of just like, I have a hot dog covered in mustard. Maybe her Those face aren't... is stupid. <laughs> Maybe their faces are so stupid. Well, you're just like you're drinking hot coffee. You're like, this is too hot. I can't drink it yet. Super hot. Oh man, that old lady's face is so stupid. She's a very dumb face. Also, you know what will cool it down? traveling through the air mm, yeah yep nothing cools things off like traveling through the air that's just science that's, everyone knows yeah. it yeah i mean i like again i understand the impulse and just like sometimes you have just those fucked up thoughts just like what would happen if yeah i threw a screwdriver across this home depot <laughs> <laughs> what would they do to me yeah and then sometimes you get to act on them like when our friend Dave brought over a deep fryer for a barbecue one time, and it was like, hey, let's see what happens if we barbecue literally, I mean, if we uh, deep fry literally everything in my fridge. I don't think I, I don't think I was there for no, that. No, this was in, this was in Chicago. Damn it. We deep fried everything. Vegetables How was it? were great. We tried yeah. deep frying some mozzarella sticks. Didn't quite work. We didn't double batter it, right? Yeah, you did it wrong. Uh, but like, bad. yeah, but all the vegetables were great. Um... Oh, we just deep fried, like, because we were making burgers, so we deep fried, we basically took burger, we wrapped it around some cheese, and we battered and yeah. fried that, so it was like a Juicy Lucy meatball. Whoa. Yeah, that was... That's the that's the perks of knowing and loving a, a chef. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You get these hot tips, just like, yeah, just throw a battered burger in a, in a hot oil bath. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like the best sous vide. This is why it's not I really a sous vide. This is why I do not own a deep fryer, though. I cannot oh, be, be a million pounds. One. Oh, we deep fried. Yeah, we definitely deep fried some like candy and Oreos and stuff, and that that worked out That's, pretty good. I can't remember if we've talked about it in the show. Like deep fried candy is a path I've never allowed myself to walk down because I know as soon as I take one step, <laughs> you'll never see my cushion again. It's I don't believe not in, in this, not in this slopes. form. I don't believe in slippery slopes, but that is definitely. I I I don't believe in slippery slopes. I do believe in greased up slopes yeah. that I willingly luge myself down, <laughs> <laughs> following candy bars. 
It's a very, it's a nice slide that when you grease yourself up in hot oil, mm-hmm. you just can't climb back up from that. No, like you, you go forever. Yeah. You don't. There's no coming back. Like I, I know myself. The the moment I eat a deep fried Snickers bar, mm-hmm. the, Michael Cushing, as you know him, is never coming back. <laughs> He's gone. It's it, it's like you never knew him. He's like Kaiser Sose. Mm. Just a delicious chocolatey Kaiser Sose. Well, Michael, I think that's going to do it for us this week on Trends in Low Places. If you've liked this show, you can find out more information at goodbuddymedia.com. Uh, you can also find out more information on our sister show, Longest Days of Our Lives, in which Michael Curtis... Uh, Michael, our good friend Curtis, and I uh, watch every single episode of the hit show 24. We are currently just past the uh, midway mark in season two. Um, All sorts of nuclear nonsense is going on. If you like this show, you will probably like that one. Uh, Even if you've never seen it, it's just us goofing on some stuff and uh, just really making fun of Kim Bauer, played by Alicia Cuthbert. So if you like this show, you will almost certainly like that one. Um, And Michael, how else can people help us out? Yeah, you can find us on all of your favorite podcast apps. Um, And please, when you find us there, please rate us, review us, um, you know, give us a thumbs up, a favorite or whatever they have there. Uh, That really helps us stand out to people looking for new podcasts. and then the other thing that you can do is when is find us on all of your uh, on all of the social media sites, um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all at T I L P Cast Tilpcast. Um, if you have something from the show you liked, or maybe some clarification that you have, or a story that uh, you want us to go over, please send it to us at one of those places or at uh, Good Buddy media at gmail.com uh we love hearing from you guys uh and we love getting new stories from you as well so um yeah i think that's it yeah well michael it's been lovely speaking with you love you buddy love you too toodles toodles